listening to Kiva and Kahawia. We are K and K podcast where we talk about real, raw issues, things that you are too afraid to talk about in public arenas. Here is the space for you to listen, learn, and find new information that will help you become a better person. So listen to our experience, and we're here to give you all that we have to give. Hey, y'all. You are with K&K Podcast. Yeah. Yes, and we are back for chapter four, mm-hmm. the wedding, the beginning. Reminder, we are deconstructing the book. Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman by Sister Shahrazad Ali. So if you have been listening to us, we have broken down all the chapters, one through three, in a preface. And here we are discussing the Black Man's Guide. So, sis, before we even tap into chapter four, because as you know, you mentioned to me earlier, you done highlighted the whole Basically. chapter so far. <laughs> there is not a page that Read. has a line that don't have pink over it. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those things when you're in college and like your professor says, if you highlight the whole page, you didn't really understand it. But this whole page needs to be highlighted. <laughs> like, it's a lot. Wow. Yeah, it is. I, I, no joke about it. The same here. So we did chap pages 35 to 43. We broke up this chapter as well, like we did chapter three, because it is a bit heavy. But before we dive into the chapter, I wanted to do a little quick challenge with you. Um, surprise challenge. I wanted to see if you could remember the five steps we created for having peace for our man. Do you remember them? The five rules? Yep, the five rules Girl, for having peace for our man. Surprise challenge. We ain't say nothing about no pop quiz. You know, and you know, there's a lot of surprises going on today. I just told you they didn't gave us a random drug test at work. And here you come with your random pop quiz. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was ready for that. I'm gonna be ready for this. So let's see. Um, number one, hold your tongue. Mm-hmm. And I might go out of order, I don't remember in order. Um, and number two, smile. <laughs> that was the rule. Yes, I'm gonna let you finish, and then if you don't say it, I'll I'll mention where the smile came from. Okay, yes. smile and appreciate. Use proactive words to him. Um, I know it was some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we we can clearly say you ain't been practicing, but I have been practicing. <laughs> I haven't been practicing it in such a way that I was like, oh, I'm going to practice this today. I've just been doing better. Oh, oh, okay. oh that's see. great, too. I know hold your tongue because that's the one I'm struggling with. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one I know. Um, positive affirmation. That was said. Mm-hmm. So that was still basically two. Um, oh, goodness, child. It was five of them. Okay, so I'll help you. (laughs) 
which was which was perfect with you the main two you have i think are the most important out of all of the steps the other three remaining they kind of tie into each other well i'll just say two out of the out of the three they tie very heavily into each other but the third one stands alone so i'll just go over them quickly the first one you got it hold your tongue the second one was no dramatic no dramatics mm. Yes, don't go off the ball, you know, with the slamming of the door and stomping your feet and not cleaning and cooking. No, none of that. See, I don't remember that, that one because that um, wasn't a thing for me. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> no dramatic. Con- control your emotions. Hmm. So, not emotions. Sometimes we go into a state of frenzy or or of just crying and we'll put all of that on the man to get a reaction out of him so to control that do our best to 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 focus on what is happening and not on how we're feeling at that moment in time um repurpose him he is your king Mm -hmm. so remembering that we need him for genetic survival so it's not just our man that we're speaking to it is our necessity for life like we this man is needed he is not to be ignored he is to be loved lifted adored this is our man we need him and you you gave us a whole bunch of um examples of highlight progress (laughs) which is smiling yes and positive affirmation yes so when before you even when you have a grievance with your man you start with the smile and you highlight all the great things that he has done. And then you say what it is that you would like for him to do or whatever issue you may have. But by the time you finish praising him, you may not feel the need to go down that route. So yes, yes. you did, Hold your tongue and highlight progress. That's the main thing. <laughs> so <laughs> excellent. Okay. So I'm sorry about that challenge. I just wanted our listeners to be aware of that because Sister Shahrazad Ali, she, I mean, in listening to her lectures and as we continue to read her book, she strongly urges all women that are interested in taking on this plight, as she says, you don't deserve a black man if you're not willing to fight for the black nation. Mm -hmm. So we're fighting for our black nation. We're fighting for our, our, um, bloodline and for all the foremothers and forefathers that have endured all the travesties that this world have put on us we want to do better we're trying to stand on their shoulders and do better for them for the next generation to come thereafter so mm-hmm. how we do that we change ourselves exactly. so and you know what Kiva, you actually this was a good way to start surprise surprise <laughs> but um <laughs> nah this was definitely a good way to start because all of the five rules or the five things that we should be doing the beginning of this chapter tells us that we are very capable of doing it because we do it up until a certain point and i'm not gonna get into mm-hmm. that just yet but oh, no get into it when you're ready honey so basically yes. <laughs> chapter four as kiva just told y'all is the wedding the beginning so sister ali makes it clear that many Black women are very capable of showing these attributes about ourselves to our Black men up until he finally marries us. 
because it's like, oh, we got him now. I can relax. So we we're very positive and we have so much attention and affection for this man. We are basically perfect for however one year, two years, and then you get married and it's somewhere along the line you let the ball drop like oh I got him now I don't got time for this and I don't got time for that I was affectionate like it's almost like we don't accept that this is our natural selves that got the peace in the home in the first place and we just dropped the ball yeah and as we should because as she explained in the previous chapters we've been taught to scheme for our man not to live for him not to be a wife for the family but to scheme and get what we want it's all based on what we want and tricking him to get it mm-hmm. <laughs> instead so, of just being right from the beginning <laughs> just being right yeah. from within yourself and it's not that it's you know um all your fault for not doing that because as you just pointed out these are learned behaviors but with all the information that's available to us we need to learn some new behaviors y'all exactly because that honeymoon phase why does it why should it be a phase it, it should be something that we continue to practice with our man and she she like um Kahawia said she says that we learn even how to have the look it's not even only just doing everything the man says but every time we look at him it's like looking at him in such a fond way like that he can't do no wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and that we we spare no expense or energy to convince him that we're the perfect mate so this is the time where we don't want his eyes to look look around we're not even considering him to be but ourselves but but us and she says that accepting the man as is is not something that we actually we convince him that we're accepting him for all that he is but the moment we have him is the moment we begin to we change. pull out that file cabinet that we've been <laughs> storing files in like oh yeah so that way that you <laughs> eat oh yeah that's not proper you're not gonna chew that food like that when you at my table or how you leave your socks just everywhere oh yeah we're not doing that we're not doing this we're not doing that we slowly start to nitpick at them about the things that we found to you know be bothersome and didn't say anything for fear of him walking out but now that he's here Mm -hmm. and he's locked down it's like all right well i can tell you how i really feel now and that could have very well been him so shame on you to act like you was okay with something that you're not and now this man is still being himself mm-hmm. <laughs> and you didn't give him any structure as to say well honey this is not what I want I want this instead but because you weren't honest now you're trying to change him and convince him to change and what do our brothers normally do they don't change no but they looking at we like change. hell you change <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> This used to be good for you. You used to like to watch football with me. Now you don't want to watch the game? What the hell is that about? Like, they looking at you like they don't even know who you is. Exactly. So now so now we're at this stage. So we went from convincing him that we're the one and that we love all that he does. And then now we show him the true colors of ourselves that, hey, I wasn't actually cool with A, B, C, D, and E. So when he doesn't do all those things, because he's like, well, you loved it before because we weren't honest. And he's like, I'm not changing because you did love it before. So as he should feel that way, 
we then decide to treat him as if he's expendable. Come home, ignore him, mm-hmm. act like he ain't around. Don't 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 even try to serve him. Right. <laughs> Maybe make a plate for yourself and not even fun. <laughs> Honey, ain't that a word? I know what I with they mean, where it's like. Ain't that a word? But let's go back to the beginning because we jumped ahead a few pages. So he do this. He can't even come home. Okay, yeah, you. I, I did. I'm no, sorry. it's all right. Listen, we both did. <laughs> we went straight for the juggler of this. <laughs> straight for the meat and potatoes. Now let's um back on up and get some of these vegetables on this plate. Yes. Okay. So the main thing that she really focused is that, you know, we, we treat him as if he doesn't have a place in our home. So, you know, it's like, well, it's our home, but we treat it as if it's mine. Like, you know, I got you, but this is now. So you have to just do what I want you to do. And if you don't do what I want you to do, then there's going to be hell to be reckoned with. So this is the dysfunctional behavior pointing out that we need to change this take it or leave it attitude. And I know, I mean, the woman in growing up in Brooklyn, New York and seeing my, my mothers and aunts and how they handle the take it or leave it is really a part of your attitude. Like that's just a part of your aura mm-hmm. um, that you're encouraged to have. Like, you know, it's either, this is who I am. So if you can't get with it, then that's just on you. And how dysfunctional is that? You know? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I I mean, I'm ready to hit the, the, the meat, but is there anything else that you want to add on to just that isolation, that isolated factor of just mistreating the man from him, treating him so as if, as if he was the best man in the world, to now treating him as if he he has no importance like you know what it happens um it happens more times than not and i have an example to share so i was talking today with um one of my coworkers, and he was explaining to me well he was talking to me about one of his ex-wives and basically how this was a situation that happened to him where he thought he was marrying the one because for two whole years Mm -hmm. she was cooking for him giving him all kind of attention you know making sure he eats first at the table and then the kids eat you know like he was just he felt like the king in his home and he was handling business he was making it so that she didn't have to work she could focus on school and you know she can do everything she needed to do but all the while she still you know she had she kept the clean home for him. So he was going to work telling his coworkers, like, listen, I got I, I got me something good at home, y'all. <laughs> like, he was getting home-cooked meals every day, food to go to work, you know, everything. He really felt great. And then when he married her and she graduated from school, she flipped the script. She got her degree and started treating him like he was the dumbest thing walking. Um she started to neglect him. She started mm-hmm. to, you know, she want to hang out with the hood folks. She want to go to bars. She want to party every weekend. She don't want to do nothing with him anymore. Mm-hmm. And that actually led me to, like, bring up 
the book that we're reading together to him and um I'm introducing to our podcast you know and just kind of like share that with him and then I played um one of sister Ali's lectures for him today at work and he was like oh man she a preacher right there that's word <laughs> like he was so tuned in like <laughs> I know a good word when I hear it <laughs> like um but honey that happens more times than not and you know what and, and you know what that is something possibly for that sister in in all of us to be reminded that making time for that love and attention for that man we have to continue to do it like that is a lifetime mm-hmm. serving while you're with when you choose your mate it's not just the getting him phase it's the forever phase right because that's how you keep peace in your home like if it was peaceful them two years like outside of whatever quirky things that he might have done that you know might have bothered you but again if you're going to be honest with yourself be honest with him and if that was something that bothered you you know address it you know from a respectable place up front but um you definitely want to maintain peace in your home but that's that that's that (laughs) that illusion of submission Mm -hmm. or that illusion of agreeing you know because it's scary i guess for the guy because you you really don't know what people's true intentions are until time passed by. So he, you know, as time went on, her true character came out. Cause maybe she, you know, I don't know who this woman is and I hope it is more so of her being blindsided and just not recognizing that she's not giving him that love and attention that he once wanted. But you know, sisters play the game mm-hmm. as men do. And for those who are playing, who are listening and playing a game, shame on you. Playing a game after a certain age needs to stop because what about your race we need black families you cannot continue to mistreat sisters and brothers and expect to be considered a wholesome or morale individual because it's going to come back mm-hmm. to you that whatever you want to call it the most high that karma all that you all that you sow you will reap right and it seems like we only seem to play I, this you know play these dirty games on our own when we date outside our culture, oh, we perfect people. And we want to be those perfect people for them people, but you don't want to be your best self for for your black mates. Your own. Like, yeah. where do we learn that crap from? Why not? Why and we're in Kurt, well, we learned the media, they only show us dysfunctional behaviors. I was talking to my my little cousin, because she's here with me for the week. And I was asking her, you know, what does she love to do? And I was trying to get her into reading a few books that I'm into, because I gave her this book as well for her graduation gift. I gave Honey in this book to read. And, you know, book books are like seeds. You know, you plant them on people, but they decide when they, when they want to grow or when they want to water it. So it, it, I think that book is collecting dust somewhere. <laughs> but in any event, she said that... um she's into movies she likes movies she likes songs so i'm like well what type of movies are you into and she mentioned that she loved dysfunctional relationship movies she loved to see the man looks chase after the girl and she doesn't like him and then they go through something and then Hmm. they're together and i said you know what this is this is something that she finds entertaining. She's only 14. So I've been warning her and reminding her to hold on to her celibacy because the moment you decide to 
experience that world, you put yourself in such a vulnerable state in the pain and that you are going to losing a lost one, a loved one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like to that degree. And she's thinking, you know, in the entertainment, I love Anthony T. Browder. He always says entertainment means to enter and tame mm-hmm. your mind. So be careful of the entertainment you watch. So her which is actually teaching her how to function in a relationship is that she has to go through something dramatic for him to then eventually come back to her and then they fall. They they run into love and they just be become. But normally that's when the shit just Honey, don't get right. <laughs> listen, that's when it don't right. get right. And it never gets right because after you finally get over whatever that hurdle was, you spend the rest of your life thinking about that hurdle and thinking about the turmoil from that hurdle. Like, well, how can I trust you? I couldn't trust you then. I can't trust you now. Oh, yeah, this is good now, but when is it not going to be good? And you get so caught up in expecting drama that that becomes your love language, so to speak. Mm. Which is toxic. And we know that's... And then very toxic. It's toxic just for the two individuals. Now put the babies in the Mm -hmm. mix. And then it becomes even toxic. And when it's so toxic, somebody end up separating. So then now you have the single parents aspect, whether it be the man taking care of the children, because we don't talk about that that group. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that for the black woman's guide to understand the black man. But um, you know, it's 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 it, the the dices are loaded against us. So we need to deconstruct this. Or it becomes the grandparents taking care of the children because the mother don't want anything to do with the children because the father's not around. And Grandma Power was pr- practicing all of these things that mm-hmm. we're talking about. So we really have to get it together. So she, so as a quick review as we move forward, so we're, we're talking about the honeymoon phase, us giving the man the illusion of submission, the illusion that we are agreeing with him just so we can get him. We got him. Now we're supposed to accept him as is, but we don't. So now we fight him and in in fighting him, we decide to treat him as if he's not valid or needed. And we have women that are choosing to, even with the celibacy thing too, because I think she's, am I jumping ahead with the celibacy? Oh no, I mentioned, I put a little note Mm -hmm. for celibacy. So, um, so women, and I, I'm learning this now that I'm in the dating phase. The woman that is just trying to get a man just to get him and with no intentions to really do well by him, I challenge us to practice, really practice this celibacy situation. It is difficult. And Kahawia will remind sisters that masturbation is not a crime. Funny, it is not a crime. <laughs> it, it, listen, some people say it's a sin, but I feel like, listen... You are relieving yourself of something that if you otherwise have sex with somebody could put you at more harm than you just doing it by yourself. Because you think you're horny and you might be. But once you get that nut off, all them other thoughts is gone. So you're going to endanger your body and endanger your spirit to have sex with somebody who does not value you. You know you don't. You don't even value them beyond their sex. You can nuts and go to bed by yourself. Yeah. So and that's when, and that's when you operate in. 
that's when you're operating that's like at your higher self because i feel when you choose to be sexually active and bounce around multiple men to figure out what you want you're operating on a low level self of, of you because you're taking on too much energy mm-hmm. from too many people when you choose to cut all of that out it forces the man to recognize your heart and your mind and the ones that are solely after your lady parts they tend to disappear on their own or show up such in a clown way you know what their motives are so you don't give them the attention yeah and the men that you have sex with you cleave to Good man or bad yeah. man, you're going to cleave to him regardless just because that's how that works. So I just I just threw that out there because I don't, you know, sisters walking in many different phases of life and I'm in the phase of life where I'm not married yet. I look forward to being married and I be is to be celibate. And when that king is really ready for me, all of me, not just my lady parts are making me climax, but he wants to be there for me in my entirety then that can take place and that the respect is there um i just wanted to mention because i forgot to um we mentioned that make time for love and attention for your man um that's something that she's everything that she just stated or that we're reading so far in chapter four is pretty much her reminding. she opened she opened chapter four reminding us that we need to make time to love on our man like just don't don't abuse him in that way don't use the excuse of work or the children and all of that when you constantly find that time to build with that man you develop a stronger relationship with each other it's it's not just about the sex part and that's why i mentioned the celibacy because if you're used to just having sex then when you are in a relationship with that man when things don't go right you want to use sex and you can get that from anybody girls are giving it Mm -hmm. up for nothing so you need a stronger attachment to your man than what you can do in bed. That's true. In my opinion. That's a whole fact because just how you can go to him in for sex, humble. you can go somewhere else for sex too. And that ain't going to be good. Exactly. So now that we know that we need to remember to place value on our black man's presence, that his his presence is needed and we should have intentions to catering to him the serving factor like going back to the steps of have peace for our man to, to serve him to cater to him these are not things that we do on holidays only or for special events this is a daily activity that's supposed to take place mm-hmm. take it or leave it <laughs> but i think we haven't been practicing it so i think that's something that we should do um, based on what she writes in her book and it makes sense like everything that we're saying makes so much sense why is it that we're not practicing it as a whole nother well you know uh, what i think for multiple book. reasons so let's say you have the good woman who is practicing this and theoretically these behave you know so theoretically these behaviors are supposed to put the black man in a space where he can better go out into the world and feel like the king that he is and come home and feel better about providing come home and feel better about having to go out into the rude world and come back home you know with bacon or well i don't want to say bacon because society talk you know speak against eating pork and i don't eat pork myself (laughs) so you know just coming home and basically providing and still feeling self-worthy now, when you have 
the black man who you're doing all of these things for naturally out of the goodness of your heart, out of the goodness of being a good woman to him. And it's not inspiring change or it's not. And when I say change, I don't mean just changing the person from being who they are to being a completely different person, but it's not inspiring growth in that man. What if you start to see that and no. you're doing all of these things and this man now feels content. Like he doesn't have to grow. He doesn't have to do better. You know what? That's excellent. That's you. That reminds me of Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, um, who was an excellent, excellent author. She wrote the ISIS papers. And in listening to her lectures, sister had mentioned that we need to operate in code. So she goes off of a whole nother avenue of code based on her work in Neely Fuller. But what you just it has to be two people going down this course together for it to work. Because like we said, we could be practicing all of these steps. And if he's still showing up, not even understanding that he is worthy, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. Right. So the work that we're putting in right now, um, the challenge and is for our brothers to be as serious and as intent full to want this union to work in such a high grade high tier high purpose capacity that will function correctly because mm -hmm. you're yeah you're absolutely correct and that's i've been i mean outside of giving this book out to family i've also given it out to my exes <laughs> the ones that show up trying <laughs> to rekindle i'm like read this book uh, yes <laughs> but you know this what? has been I, your parting I, gift I, for years <laughs> But you know what? I gave the wrong book because I gave them this book. And it's funny because somebody, I was at work and I was reading this book, you know, preparing for our show today. And he, you know, inquired like, oh, what are you reading or whatever? Because I work among white men. So anytime a black person is by themselves or conjugating with a, other black people, somebody white got to always just intervene and just yeah, let them know what's they going think on. you plotting on taking them out. Yeah. And <laughs> And I'm like, when somebody, when I see somebody reading, that's that's a sign to leave them alone. Leave them alone they're, and let them be in their face. They're things. doing something. Yeah, unless it's important. So anyway, he butts in and he asks, you know, what am I reading? So I'm like, I'm reading the Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman. And he's like, well, doesn't it, I don't understand why you're reading it. And I'm like, because the book is about me. So in order for me to produce change, I have to start with me. So he's like, well, what are you trying to change? I'm like, well, I'm trying to improve the black race. He was like, oh, okay, excuse me. <laughs> you excuse me? <laughs> like, come on. And, and you know, I could have, uh, I'm nearly full. I have to practice. Um, and he's a whole nother, he's a great, great author. If y'all know, haven't heard of Nearly Fuller, he has excellent work out there. Just Google him and you'll see his work. But he, he speak on speaking in code and being um, careful in how you, share and talk and all of that stuff so I don't know if I could have said it a better way but I would in saying all of that I gave all those brothers the wrong book because I should have gotten them the black woman's guide to understanding the black man because they need to change themselves right they I mean it's good for them to know who I am but they need to know how they need to show up mm -hmm. so that is something that um I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to do another parting gift <laughs> or <laughs> postpartum <laughs> no, listen, you already parted ways. Look, send them the link. I know. So, be proactive about your own. Send them the link, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So, okay, so we wrapped up. So we're on like page 37, roughly. We're going into the wedding ceremony. Um, now, this is not every woman's wedding ceremony, but this is like the average wedding ceremony. But before um, I mentioned the weddings or introduced that part for us to discuss, I just want to mention one last key point that Sister Sherazad Ali mentioned. And she said that we don't feel, or we typically don't feel that our attitude impacts the success of the relationship mm. so that i felt was so um important because in my relationships and i know even just when it comes to my children um that i take care of there are moments where if i'm feeling bad that energy it travels onto them so when you have a, a an emotional warfare with your mate and is a continue it carry carries on day after day after day that impacts the relationship and everybody in the mm -hmm. household so when we talk about the five steps to having peace for our man having peace for our man is also having peace for us mm -hmm. being with you know practicing having a smile and just being uplifting and and highlighting progress just being optimistic and not going into our space of pessimism being a pessimist um, is something that is important because I know we are when anything that in relates to our black man we're taught as we've been learning that is negative everything they show him negative on TV he's negative in the music he's negative in our live experiences <laughs> we constantly just blame him all the mm -hmm. time so we have to be mindful that we have to uplift ourselves and that's why I so um, important to be careful of the energy that like you mentioned that you cleave to or that you allow to enter your body because it stays with you it doesn't just disappear because you you wish it away honey it's also important to turn off that damn tv and read a book honey because cut the tv off because of the dummy box around here turn it off and this is not to say that everything on television is bad no but a good 95% of the shows that are playing in our households don't have a positive mm -hmm. connotation to it in light of the Not um, building a strong black family structure. I, I don't even know how you can sit through some of those, those shows, the housewife or whatever. I can't even, I have never sat through any of those shows and thank the Lord. I have it. I, the, the woman that connect, I just don't know how you do it because it's just so toxic and they teach you everything you're not supposed Honey, to do. That's a word. That's a whole word. So let's go in on that. You know what? Before we go TV, into this, TV, um, before we go into the wedding ceremony, ceremony, let's take a quick praise break. And um, we're going to oh, yeah. hear Louis Lotus. We done made a habit flipping nothing in the sun. Triple every dollar dog, I put that on my mama. Ooh, I think they like me cause I talk about my commas. If I had to do it to it, I'd be frontline with the llama. So I suggest you act right or get left. Uh, kill him with the baseline. Treble clef, uh, put it in the stocking, then we ship it overseas. And when that Fetty came back, it was more than what we needed. So I suggest you play your part and get it to him. What we doing? 
Shooter is the trap, the nappy head is super duper If you ain't rolling with us, then a ticket you against us And you better keep your cool and keep it moving, hope you're listening Let me break it down for a second, wait, wait You and I are not the same, split the cake, I'm out Lady mode alone, expose the snakes, uh Don't know why they hit me, I'm just trying to elevate the beast in love But don't mistake it, if you got it, get it, shake it, nigga This is what you want, hey, we can get into it If you trying to build your world, I can put you in direct connection with the plug For a second, wait, wait, you and I are not the same Split the cake and all the lady, mold it on, expose the stance uh, Don't know why they hit me, I'm just trying to elevate the peace and love But don't mistake it, if you got it, get it, shake it, nigga Shout out to that brother giving us a lot of love. Yes. With his beautiful music. Beautiful, beautiful from the tribe of Judah, honey. That's the yes. whole word on itself. All praise due to the most high. And that's a married happy. Yes. Man. So on the on the note of the let's talk about that wedding ceremony, because I don't think he did this since he's happy. <laughs> you know what I never asked. <laughs> You know what? Ask him so we can we can update our listeners on the next show because I'm this ain't making me happy, and I'm not even a man. So the wedding ceremony quickly, she says, is big. Everything is big. The church, the reception, the ego, it's expensive. <laughs> the ego, the floral arrangements, the menu, honeymoon, everybody wardrobe, the honeymoon. Everything is big. Now and we expensive. know black folks ain't got this money. We don't got this amount of money. We don't got this. The cash. I mean, this is just trying to keep up with the Joneses. So this is what we typically do. We do it so big to let the world know on social media, our our peers, local and beyond. Mm-hmm. I got him. He's mine. I'm set. I'm clean. Meanwhile, run us both home. families and argue days leading up to the wedding. Everybody <laughs> arguing. <laughs> You know, you ever watch some shows with the say yes to the dress? The mother and the bride is always arguing about what you're going to wear. The mother thinks it's her wedding. Everybody thinks it's their wedding. And it's just like, aren't y'all supposed to be getting ready for like a happy time? What's, where all the drama come from? Where's all the drama? And, and it's all about her. This is not about him. This is Even though this is something that they're both participating in, typically it's all about the woman mm-hmm. which i think is dumb it should be something that we both want we should we should be planning it because based on how well we plan this wedding we'll determine if we can plan and build other things in the future exactly and if you about spending fifty thousand dollars on one ass day that's not gonna generate no <laughs> no wealth or income for us in the future you lost your mind you ain't the one for me because <laughs> that is a poor <laughs> oh that is poor, um, poor money management. And, le- and poor leadership, because why would you, al- you post a rule over me. Why in the hell would you allow me to spend $50,000 for one day? For and one then we day. go back to having to be broke right after. We go back to eating cereal for dinner. Yeah, we're we're a wedding where you have people ready and willing to throw money at you. That could be a, that could be a stacking period. Mm-hmm. You can stack. 
It shouldn't be a financial loss. That should be a financial gain if you do it the right way. And you, you know what, Sue? We opened this conversation it. saying that it's all about her. I've always felt like the wedding is really all about the guests. Because <laughs> you spend all of this money trying to impress the guests. <laughs> trying to make sure, oh, this one doesn't eat chicken, so we got to have food for them. Oh, we got to have the big thing because I don't want people talking about us. Oh, we got to have this and we got to have that. Like, you do all of this. You you get the bigger venue for the people that's coming. You get the fancy food for the people that's coming. You paying for them to watch you yeah. do something that you could have did in privacy. Or you could have did for way less money. You could have did in a less European traditional way. Like, just so many different ways to get married to your man or to your woman without going through all these unnecessary changes. And see, and that's where it comes down to your life purpose. Because I think what separates us, Kahawia, um, is that we have decided some time ago that we want to live according to respecting honoring and pushing forward our bloodline we want to make sure that they are set up for the next generation not the material wealth mm-hmm. i mean we are on that game we're on on that path too but we know this is a, this is another people kingdom mm-hmm. so it ain't but but so much material wealth you can have in this world but what is wealthier your health Mm-hmm. And you, what you know, your knowledge and knowledge of self and what you do is important. And, you know, we can always talk about what happened back then. But what are we doing now? We're like killing ourselves in a process of just trying to live. Our living is destructive by mm-hmm. nature. So what you mentioned just now is so valid. Like, you know, who are we doing this for? Are we doing it for us? For the union, are we we are we remembering we're doing this for the black family and for our babies to have a good start and for us to be able to take care of us and survive the next COVID? <laughs> or are we doing this just just so we can show, hey, look, I do have something and I am better than what you think I am. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's we, we really have. I guess this the the worth factor because people can make you feel so low if you believe in them. It can put you in a state of frenzy. And I would encourage our listeners that you are worth it. You are worth a change. You are not the opinions of others. You are what you think you are. And it's important to constantly remind yourself of who you are and where you going because I ain't spending fifty thousand dollars on Honey, my wedding to nobody. Okay. Listen, I ain't spending ten thousand dollars. And I honestly feel like if you know COVID nineteen aside and all this that's going on, um if we wanna spend some money, I wanna travel the world. I wanna experience yeah. different cultures with you i want to get meet other people i want to live like the locals in other places for a few days and hop to another country like i want to have a whirlwind experience for that money not just to be yes. trapped in one ass city and then do a week honeymoon somewhere but the whole time, all you're thinking about is, oh, how much is this? How much is that? Damn. Then you come home to $50,000 worth of debt. Even if it wasn't debt, if it was 50000 that you had saved, why would you spend it on a damn wedding? 
Exactly. Makes no sense. And so, and, and she says, we we beg, borrow, Steel. charge. <laughs> Still, you know, we go through a financial strain to do this, like you said, for the guests. And then when it's all over, honeymoon done and gone, we have a difficulty time putting dinner on the table every night. Mm-hmm. And can't so think about how to orchestrate like, our normal lives, but we didn't nope. put together this whole video live production. Exactly. So instead of building a plan of how we're going to function as a family, we just built a plan of how we're going to showcase our union to the world. But then we don't really have no action plan to really live this live this lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep the lie alive. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't playing that part. No, we ain't playing now. Like you said, you ain't playing now how to continue um loving like loving your black man and being devoted to him. We ain't playing now how to continue all the things that you did to get married. Honey. And it's all apart. Exactly. Let's talk about this so caveman sweet. wedding. Wait, 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 wait. We got some few points to point oh, out. Look, I'm done. Look, I'm excited. <laughs> I know the caveman wedding is something. Girl, I learned a lot about that. But before we go into that, she there's something else that she mentioned, and she, and this is pretty much a review of what she previously stated. But she says that when we get to this, so now we don't spend all this money, we don't show the world that we got him. Now we go and he sees the real us. Um, some of us is not able to maintain home. Some of us are, but a majority of the times, you know, a woman have a difficult time living this life that she said that she was ready for. So it, instead of the woman taking care of home, the woman tends to now want to just track her man. She wants to know where he's going, why he's going when he's going and needs to know his whereabouts at all times. So this is where she warns brothers, don't tell, don't get, don't get her accustomed to knowing where you are mm-hmm. at all times. Oh I yeah, honey. See, I ain't high like this because this ain't the part. <laughs> I'm not at this part in my life no more, but I was here <laughs> years ago. <laughs> honey, we use all kinds of reasons to get that information. Like, oh, I worry about yes. you. You could at least call and let me know. You ask me where I go. <laughs> or, you know, just simple, because I have a right to know. I'm your wife. I'm your woman. <laughs> or we said, oh, your so-and-so was looking for you. That's why I asked. <laughs> like, it's not okay. Because when he asked us okay. where we go, it- honey, third degree. You ain't my daddy. Yeah. What you asking me? Exactly. And this is the man you're supposed to trust. You done did all of this to get him. You done paid $50,000 to have him. You should be able to trust him when you walk out the door. You know, why not? Because that's going to cause him to want, it's going to cause him frustration because you're treating him as a boy and not a man. So she leads that into reminding us also that we need to want to be obedient to our man. Mm-hmm. This is something that is good. He is supposed to rule over us. We are supposed to obey him. Not because we're we're being forced to, because we want to obey. And we do. That's why, even in, I mean, the most high created us that way. Yah Elohim, Yahweh being Yahweh. I mean, look how how we receive the best feeling on earth, sex. Mm -hmm. 
it's such a submissive way. We're obeying the penetration. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life relates, what, what happens in life, it relates to everything. Why can't we obey him also on a mental playing field or just on a living playing field? You chose him to lead, let him lead. Mm -hmm. So the luxury, and she reminds us that it's a luxury feeling. It's a relaxing feeling where you can remove that distrust. And trust me, family and friends may even encourage you to have that distrust. But remember your king. Remember who you chose. Trust in him. Even and sometimes you gotta remove them too, cause they draining you. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's every Honey, time. Et. Right? That's the whole word. He said, "I don't care if it's your best friend. She not no more. She not. <laughs> <laughs> if they is draining you, get rid of them. And if you yes. don't love yourself <laughs> enough to get rid of them, then you're just gonna have to operate on different terms with them." He's a good brother to listen to if you don't have your worth in check. Mm -hmm. If you still battling whether you need to do any of this stuff to get what you want or you're battling loving yourself, you you having your insecurities rule you, he's a good brother to listen to because he'll make you feel like a damn fool. Honey. <laughs> oh, for not loving you. <laughs> so so she so you know, she reminds us the sister Shahrazad Ali, she reminds we have to enjoy the process of loving our man and, and having him lead us and to remove the standards of other civilizations, what they have, disregard what they do. We need to focus on how we do what we do. And when that is focused, then we can have some better results. So now the ceremony, you can go ahead. Um, <laughs> speak on the ceremony, sis, because I know you are ready. You know, and I didn't highlight none of this section because you had already pre-warned me about it, but it is it is definitely very interesting. Listen, I highlighted this section and I've been excited about it because this is something that I've been talking about for years, like just with different, you know, counterparts where you want to get married yes but I want to get married my way you know like my thing I've always been I'm not signing that contract between me you and the state so we can go on with that um but I've never really wanted to do the whole ceremony in the traditional sense how it's brought to us um because I've always just had qualms with it like within my own spirit and then in reading this how sister Ali puts it together and then you know of course I do my own further research and I was able to find research to back up what she's saying um but even still it was just like man this is why I didn't agree with that that's why I didn't agree with that mm -hmm. so you know how your spirit <laughs> just don't sit well with something and you don't know why but then you find out why and it's like well I knew something all along <laughs> <laughs> When I read this, I was like, oh, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I've been saying. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we do all of this, you know, from the ring to the ring bearer to the best man, the honeymoon and all of that. None of that has any black cultural background. Like none of that is from Hebrew heritage. None of it is, is catered to our bloodline. All of this started now, um, Sister Ali has it where it started from caveman days. Other research that I found, it, it started Roman. I don't know if the Romans was in the caves. Nonetheless, they is the caucus folks. 
Um, yes. So the whole thing about the ceremony is basically the caucus man goes with his best soldier, goes into some woman's tribe, steals her, rapes her, forces her to come home with him and carries her over the threshold because she will not walk in there voluntarily. And the whole honeymoon is about isolating her from her family, from from the world until she gets comfortable with her new place in life. Mm-hmm. And, and the throne of the rice. Spend, honey, yeah, the throne... The, the throne of the rice is symbolic of the rocks and stones the family of the bride threw after the groom when she screams because she's being kidnapped. Yeah. When she's being abducted. And I say abducted if we're speaking about a woman, but oftentimes they were still in child brides. So they were kidnapping people. They were kidnapping yeah. children and forcing them into marriage by raping them, holding them down, wrapping rope around their finger to their thighs which is where the whole notion of the ring came from and the garter belt now the ring also um in further research not that Ali doesn't um bring this part up but when I had to further research on it the ring is also symbolic of showing ownership that mm-hmm. It's letting the world know that this woman is owned because she has a ring on her finger. And that comes back from the Roman times. But honey, I was just like, oh, hell no. Now, I already was like, no, I ain't doing it. Now I'm like, hell no. Y'all have lost your damn mind. Ain't no way y'all gonna get me at nobody's altar, nobody's, um, you know, going through this whole thing. The maiden Nirvana is mentioned as the woman in the groom's tribe, usually his mother or a friend who helps the bride adjust to her newfound life. So mm-hmm. it's a woman in his family that's helping her come to terms with, listen, it's okay that he raped you. This is your life now. You know, yeah. I'm trying to comfort her and accepting her fate. And even... Um, as I do the whole um, further research, the whole thing, you know, about the father giving the bride away, the father's giving the woman away in the instance that she wasn't kidnapped and raped, you know, giving her away to pay a debt. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know I owe you $50,000, but um, here, take my daughter <laughs> instead. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the connotation. And it's just like, you know, Oh, girl, hell no. And this is what we're practicing. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a reminder that we need to take time out to see why we're doing what we're doing. Sister Sharazad, she also wrote a book, Are You a Slave? I bought it, but I haven't read it or taken a test. But these are like, we're enslaved to our history. Like everything that we've gone through, you would think, well, people would think because we have new material things and the the, the chains are invisible, but they're on our mind. Because mm-hmm. now that I know this history, I don't want no damn wedding. Honey. And I didn't even think to do the research on what a wedding was prior. I See, knew I, I didn't, didn't want, want marriage one contract. Just because, you know, I've been 
kind of abandoning um, European cultures and views for a while now. So I didn't want it just because I didn't want to be a part of that. And then I'm like, well, I'm, I don't go to church, so I'm definitely not having nothing in nobody's church. Mm-hmm. I'm not Christian, so there goes that. And then it became the whole thing about the whole white dress. I found out that um, the whole wearing of the white dress only became when um, Queen Elizabeth wore white instead of wearing red. Because um, I guess it was traditionally that the bride wore red. But now she wanted to wear white, so it just became a staple, you know, after her. And then, you know, this whole notion that white is purity and all that bullshit. So I don't be following that. So I was like, well, I ain't wearing white <laughs> if I have one. Um, just to kind of go against that grain. But I've always just been kind of unsettled about the whole thing. And then it's like, well, I ain't spending all this money for this. And hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You mean to tell me that if I was just having a regular a regular dinner party here. I could do it for three thousand dollars for twenty five folks, but now that I'm having a wedding, it's gonna cost me fifty five thousand dollars and an arm and a leg and a kidney. Oh, you lost your damn mind. So little things like that is just like, oh hell no, y'all, y'all crazy. Okay, and this this is a reminder for listeners to do your own research yes. because everything what Kanye boy said, everything you. Everything you think is everything I'm not, maybe everything I am. And all the I thought that I was or I am a sister that's strongly removing European cultures, but I'm I was I was still ready to just get married this way. I was looking at rings, I was engaged one time. I was gonna do the whole my mom and I always talked about who would you know walk me down the aisle and give me away but now that i came across this it's like no i don't want to practice this and then you know what too my life was always set up to where i was like well who would give me away you know because my relationship with my father is so estranged and then it's like well i mean i guess my brothers could give me away but like i would need both of them because i have a well and then I have more than two brothers. So, like, it just became too much a conflict for me. Like, Man. I don't really have it. At, at least you had, at least you had men. I, I was going to have my mama give me away. Well, I was thinking my mother <laughs> would be rightfully, but then I thought about, you know, I'm honoring the men in my family, too. And it was just like, well, yeah. if I pick my brother's hair, my uncle would have to be because he, he, you know, he played a good part in my life. So it, it just became too much conflict to where it was just like, you know, I don't have this to do. As a whole, because most of them now with the background, I wouldn't have to go through all these hoops to have it. It it would just be mine. But and now with the background of it, you don't even got to worry about it. Honey, I ain't been worried about it. But when I read this, (laughs) I was like, yes, this confirms why I ain't worried about it. (laughs) Exactly. I was so So, happy. All all of and so now the chat, which is great, because you know. As black people, we are so creative. We, I mean, the trendsetters. We, and that's and it's amazing because I was um, talking to one of my cousins about this, how great, how our lingo goes. Like, whatever we say, whatever we do, we don't have to meet up together to confirm this is the new saying or this is the new dance move. It's just agreed. How amazing mm-hmm. is it will be for us to just agree to be functional and proactive <laughs> and living with each other because is when we have when we have the, the 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 whatever say we come up with it just it just flows there's no vote mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no vote process in it yeah 
so in that that is true in that synchrony or that synergy where the, we are the sum of all of its parts um the parts is great wait, wait hold up i'm quoting the wrong how the hell i'm quoting synergy wrong let me look at my honey you show it quoting something else. <laughs> but i will say wait, wait, going wait. off of okay <laughs> no go ahead go ahead go ahead because i'm going to fix my synergy i'm mad i messed up my synergy. okay going in the direction um that i think you were leading towards sister ali does say that the black woman should take the time to use her own history to have a wedding ceremony and make up her own vows so whatever you think that is gonna look like for you like do some research study like we as black people and negroes and the true hebrews we have been spread out to so many parts of this world and in doing that, what is your upbringing like? Like, what culture were you raised in? And what does that mean for you? Like, what were, what were some of y'all traditional, like, ceremonies look like? Or how do you celebrate things? Exactly. Formerly, don't. No, you're right. We need to. And when I was going into the synergy, I was just trying to reiterate the harmony of what a wedding is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be this showcase of money. It's supposed to show, you know, the the parts is greater than the whole. I'm going to come back the next show because we I had a, 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 a group called Synergy and we had a beautiful saying and I'm so sad, so sad that it escapes me now, but it relates solely into the relationship of what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be in harmony. We're supposed to be able to function fluently. Like it's just supposed to be this grand affair of a union that's supposed to take place, not a grand affair of an illusion that we give our family to say we have this, we're living like this where we really don't have it. So mm -hmm. she um, explains that, you know, uh, the, the purpose is for a man and a woman. When we decide to marry, she reminds us of the real purpose of it, which is for us to work together and to work in the interest of one. Not in the interest of two, mm -hmm. but in the interest of one. So you can't have two heads. It has to be one leader of that union. And she is placing that responsibility on the man or reminding that the responsibility is the man and uh, is the is of the man to lead and we need to practice wifedom mm -hmm. and you know what not only that she also mentions that the family should be coming together like you're joining one family to another family to become one family not for y'all to get married and then just kind of isolate yourselves from y'all family no. create your own thing and just kind of just like oh yeah well i don't really get along my mother alone like that and it's that third if you don't get along with the whole family don't marry into them yeah and Period. getting along is not agreeing but there should be respect there should still right. be family fun however way you handle is in need and, and you know what? Some families are toxic, but if, if y'all both decide, hell, these people crazy, we need to separate from the, your own prerogative right. in that way as well. But it has to be both on the same interest, not you ask the wife where she wants to retire. She says she want to go to Cuba and you ask yourself, 
the demand and he's like well i just you know i wasn't planning on going nowhere but staying in this house that i didn't paid for you know it, it needs <laughs> to be on the same page and she reminds us women who are married and are in a committed relationship stop getting advice from people who don't have the life you want Mm-hmm. especially if they're not in a position of change if they're trying and they're open to and you see that they're living a life where they're trying to do better and live better that's different but if they have a failing relationship like you see how their relationship is failing don't take advice from them don't even hang around them too often because that energy rubs off yeah, it sure do. You can walk that right energy in. rubs off, it follows you, it walks right into your home when you come back home. Yes, and then you just walk around your house yelling for no reason, you don't even know why you're mad. Yeah, so it's it's important that we we find a way to um practice the I mentioned the wife dumb, which I think is so dope because we mention all the time we we we're not prepared to be. We were never prepared to be wives. We were just prepared not to have sex. Don't have sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing about how to to live. And I didn't have the luxury of living with a man. So my first experiences, my only experiences with men were the men that I encountered in school or my uncles visiting here and there. But I didn't know what life is like with a male around. So, um, the focus on you know what I'm gonna add to that. I didn't know what life was like with the positive male around, mm. but we ain't gonna we ain't gonna talk about the man. It's about all about us. Mm-hmm, it's about us. <laughs> <laughs> we are out here doing better. We are out here striving to do better, regardless of the hands that was dealt to us. Exactly. Period. Period, exactly. And on on that period, because we're at the end of our chapter, she says something, and I think this is funny because I see a lot of sisters use their home as this. She says that a Black woman who chooses to use her home as a place to just bathe and change her clothes is suffering a huge misunderstanding and that she is not deserving of a Black man if she doesn't consider the Black nation. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was powerful all in itself. So if you don't want to take care of the black nation, go ahead and be with a concubine man. Go ahead and get outside your race. But we have a deeper impact. And we owe it. Like we've been, we rise constantly through all of the drama. When are we going to not just rise, but soar? Let's soar through Mm -hmm. greatness. We don't have to keep pulling ourselves out of this crab in the bucket. When are we going to just be happy? When when all when all the crabs going to be poured out the damn bucket? <laughs> so that they can thrive. So they can thrive. <laughs> Fuck it. If I get out the damn bucket, just not kick the bucket over. So we always talking about that. You know what? Get out. Not even when are the crabs going to be poured out the bucket. When are we going to learn that if we apply our weight <laughs> to a side. certain angle, we can tip the bucket over and get the fuck out? <laughs> We always just just moving backwards. We need to move forward. That is such a great, great way to describe that. Yes. 
So I think you ended our chapter very well. And I hear my children getting... Well, not the chapter. We ended a segment of the chapter because this chapter lengthy. Now. It is lengthy. So we're going... So We've been breaking up the chapters based on um, the bullet points that she has because she goes into several points that cover the main point. However, because it's so much information to digest... We've just been breaking it up to give you an opportunity to not kind of force feed you as a whole, you know, because as you're reading it, I'm sure, you know, you might be able to read the chapter in one day. And she doesn't advise that you read two chapters in one day. She advises that you read the one chapter in one day. But even when we read this, like on our own, we broke this sucker up because it was a whole lot. Yeah. That was a lot to take on. That was a lot. Let me um, process this and come back to oh. it. Um, there's something uh, before we even end on this the segment of this chapter as you um cleared up and this is chapter four the wedding the beginning from page 35 to 43 right before the good wife syndrome there's another key point mm -hmm. that we didn't talk about quickly um the nut city she refers to um where the black man confronts the black woman as to why are you not doing the things that you was doing before and she becomes, yes. she goes into a state of being in, like just in denial. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, and then give him an ultimatum, and well, not even an ultimatum, but tell him, well, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to do this or that? You know, so. Mm -hmm. that, do you want me to feed you or you want me to feed the kid? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Because I can't do both. <laughs> and you do you want me both. to go to work and do all of this? Like, which one we do exactly, and that's and that I mean, so, right, and that's how she explains in that city. So she says, at first, we go into denial, like we don't know what we're talking about, and then well, we don't know what he's talking about when he brings it up. And then, if he elaborates even just a little bit, we then proceed to explain to him why what he first addressed us is happening, even though we just acted like we ain't know nothing about it, <laughs> <laughs> but now we have a full a full dissertation on why it is that we stopped it. So it's like, what? And in all of that is just another way that we often employ ourselves to keep the black man confused. Yeah. And just and, and dismissing him on top of that, where we're we straight up lying. I mean, some black men tolerate that crap and go back and forth. And then you have the other one and just leave and find another sister to give him pieces of what he's not getting at home. But it goes back to purpose. What are we trying to do here, sisters? Let's love our black men. Mm -hmm. I love black men. Love them, love them, love them. I wish we yeah. had our black men in a space of just thriving and being happy together. Sister Sharazah, she said, how great would it be? She said, imagine it. Imagine all of our black men being strong with, you know, head up, proud, respectful, happy, and loving and walking through the streets. You know, we can produce mm -hmm. this man. He comes from our home. He comes from our womb. So it is our responsibility to nurture him, to love him, and help him get his, his throne back. And his throne. Especially since it was taken from yes. him. Because of slavery. And it's us. We were taken from him. Mm -hmm. This he lost us, and we lost him. We have to. That's the first thing. He lost us. He lost his right to defend us. He lost everything. He he lost so much. He lost his family from his manhood. 
Mm-hmm. He lost his family, and we're supposed to give him his family back. And once you have family, which Sister Sharazad points out all the time, what all what all other cultures, and this is something because every all black people we we tend to talk about like what's wrong with us, like how come we just can't get right. She hit it home. Mm-hmm. She said we're the only group of people who have dysfunctional families. They have a dysfunctional family in in their right as well. But the basic, but we're the only is group of women who don't stand behind our men. Yeah, well, we don't stand behind our men, and the basics is covered. You, this this is talking about food on the table for us to clean mm-hmm. the house. So I mean, this is basic stuff that we should already have, and we have to address these things because this is not happening in the home. So yeah, we have a lot of work to do, sisters. A lot of work. We love the sisters that's listening. We love all of our listeners that are taking the time to just do better. And please share our podcast with those who um, are willing to change and want to change. Because if you want to change your life, you have to start with yourself. And we're living testimonies of that. Yes, and share your stories with us as well. If you find something that that, that has been challenging reach out listen i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shun you i'm not a stranger um sister keeper she ain't on social media but i'm is <laughs> so <laughs> just find me um on instagram kahalia two underscores and um you know reach out to us um and let's see how we can build a sisterhood and like build a nation exactly and this is it all starts within and it starts with reaching out so if you are experiencing something that you're not understanding and i'm not even trying to approach it like i'm holier than that like i know it all because this i don't um (laughs) but we can assist each other on our journeys to being better perfect assist each other on our journeys to being better and also please do your own research don't believe a word that's coming out of our mouth don't be living based on what we're saying do your own research and your own research doesn't only mean picking up a book be honest with your experiences your life experiences Mm -hmm. will tell you what's right what's wrong like kahawia mentioned she knew something was (laughs) up with that damn marriage (laughs) (laughs) couldn't quite figure it out Like I figured out some parts of it, but I couldn't get the whole picture. But I knew it wasn't for me. And <laughs> just didn't know why, honey. I'm telling you, when I read them pages, I was like, "This confirms." And I went talking to Peanut. He like, "What are you reading? <laughs> Where you get that book from?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Listen, this is the word. This is the words that I've been trying to say before I knew the words to say, honey." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. As a reminder, we are going, when we come back to you guys, we're going to read from pages 43, ending chapter 4 at page 52. So page 43 will be our next segment, ending chapter 4. And then chapter five is social integration. I can't wait to get to that. Honey, listen, I'm already right ahead for that next page that we're going to read into. Look, I'm going to highlight it up on that one, too. (laughs) We'll discuss that (laughs) on the next one. Yes, on the next one. Yes, so much peace and blessings to you all. And later. Yes.